following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. The Man of Steel unsurprisingly joins Toonami on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Paul Biscrello, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Editorial writer, VLORGTZ. And that's everybody. I really wanted to have Junior on this episode, but schedules... We already, like, delayed this as much as we probably should so (laughs) because there's a lot to talk about Mm. yeah a lot a lot to talk about uh yeah so first let's talk about the nitty-gritty most important things going on in the world of tsunami and that is there's another unicorn warriors eternal marathon (laughs) hooray yeah this is the second half the first one was the first half. I mean, fair. <laughs> It'd be less interesting if it was the same episodes. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're playing the the whole second half. Uh, actually, it is the same night that Tsunami encores the the final episode. So it'll be the final episode followed by the final five episodes, including. The final one again. It's the same thing they did before when they ran episode five and then they did a marathon of all of those. But it will, of course, be slightly extended because one of the episodes is a little extra long, which uh, definitely threw <laughs> off some tsunami viewers <laughs> the uh, the other week. And they're like, what's going on? Where's Dr. Stone? It's still Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Like, ah, about that. Get away another 15 minutes. You'll live. They did live, but they didn't appreciate it. Uh, So that's what's happening on July 1st. Yes, days before 4th of July. They're clearly buying time. Because when Food Wars recently wrapped up, all they had scheduled was a rerun of the first episode of Season 5. The beach episode. I mean, if you're going to play one episode, it might as well be the beach episode, right? Yeah, not the worst one to rerun. That's arguably before season five just completely loses his mind. (laughs) And we will talk about that on another podcast. Because uh, most of my co-hosts have not actually watched the season. But CJ wants to talk about it. It's too traumatizing to remember. <laughs> if uh, this podcast actually comes out before Saturday night, pro- probably not, but maybe. Uh, it's you know it's the lineup we have had. Unicorn Warriors Eternal at the start of the block. Then we have Dr. Stone at 1230. 
that episode is rerunning of Food Wars at 1 a.m., then One Piece at 1.30, Naruto Shippuden at 2, and My Hero Academia closes us out at 2.30. So, standard lineup, but Food Wars is a rerun. Please, please don't jump to the conclusion that that means they're going to rerun the whole season. Just, just don't. <laughs> just, just don't. <laughs> Though it would be horribly ironic... If the fifth season of Food Wars, the absolute worst season of Food Wars, was the only one they gave a full rerun. <laughs> that would just be ironic. I'm a little prone to laughter right now, folks, because I am very, very tired. I recently adjusted my schedule to be starting days about six hours earlier, and I am still adjusting. After the food... <laughs> I said Food Wars. After the Unicorn Marathon on the 1st of July, we uh, approach the second weekend of July. And what's going to fill in the first hour of Toonami that week? If you guessed Encores of My Adventures with Superman, you guessed right. <laughs> yes, like Unicorn War is Eternal. It will be premiering on Thursday nights. The first week will be two episodes and then one episode the following week. At least in theory, we don't actually have that schedule yet. So the real question is, what's coming to Toonami on the 15th of July? <clears throat> we don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out before this podcast comes out and I can edit something in, but I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Either would I. But there's endless possibilities, really. Who who could who could say? Who could say? If uh if they're keeping up the maybe not entirely proven belief that they only run one Sentai dub at a time, maybe it's a Sentai show. Maybe. Who knows? There's a lot of uh Peculiar things going on. And, well, <laughs> we're all just here witnessing it as it happens or it's announced to happen. So that brings us to what else is going on in the world of Adult Swim and Warner Brothers Discovery and Max, previously known as HBO Max. A lot, actually. At the Annecy Festival in France, they... Announced a lot of things. And several of them are coming to Adult Swim in particular. And one in particular I want to touch on is an upcoming adaptation of a DC graphic novel that is not superhero stuff. It is Get Jiro that was an adaptation of uh, Joel Rose and Anthony Bourdain's, may he rest in peace. Uh, it is a very interesting graphic novel. And this is how it is described in the press release. The closest thing we get to things like that are when we do DC projects, it's all tights and capes. But Gejiro, it's not silly forehead high characters. It has all the trappings of genre and is set in the future. It seems like it's post-apocalyptic. 
It's all about chefs who are almost warlords now, but at its heart, it's really a drama. It's not anime looking, but it walks and talks and feels like that because of how seriously we're talking. It's not typical animation staging. And when I'm reading of this uh, description, they also make a good point that uh, a, a lot of animated films lovingly show animated food. And mm. Michael O'Lean said that they want things like somebody is going to be cooking something and they will take five minutes of screen time to show how they're making this food. A bold choice. I mean, Food Wars kinda does that kind of stuff, but uh, as the series increasingly cut that kind of stuff out, <laughs> you know, probably for various reasons. So that's that's pretty cool. It also sounds a lot like Food Wars without the titillating, and it's more serious. Which, hey, that's neat. Feels to me kind of like their answer to the fact that Food Wars is ending. And also kind of their answer to, I don't, I don't know, Hulu's Hit Monkey animated series. Just, just kind of similar vibe to that, I think. It's a good series, by the way. I, I would recommend it. Though I would recommend other things on Hulu, like Heavenly Delusion and Summertime Rendering. Please watch both of those. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's a pretty cool project. And that is confirmed for Adult Swim, not just for Max. Uh, I mean, it might not air on Toonami, but it seems like something that would at least encore on it. Even though it's... Uh, it is at least partially comedy but it's you know <laughs> it's definitely a drama too yeah it sounds like so, it will be like over the top enough to like fit in with the block i i would agree i would agree so that is an interesting project there's uh there's several other interesting projects going on at adult swim but they, you know they're strictly comedies i don't really want to talk about most of those but uh yeah, they're uh they got lots of stuff cooking at at Warner Brothers Discovery. One can only wonder how many of them will actually come to fruition. Because uh, earlier this year it looked pretty good for uh Turner Classic Movies. It's not good for Turner Classic Movies. Womp, womp, they just womp. had a lot of layoffs. So yeah, that's uh that's concerning. Uh, a lot of things are concerning about the way the vest man does business. And with uh, how badly the flesh did in the box office. Oh, boy. <laughs> Warner Brothers is hurting. Hurting. You're telling me. <laughs> Very much hurting. I can't tell you how bad flash did in my place. It really? did really bad. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, it did really bad everywhere. Let's just say, like, people usually show up an hour, sometimes a half an hour before the movie starts. I people don't. that, sh people that, sh well, obviously my place is a little bit different, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, but people weren't showing up um, until, like, a couple minutes before the movie started. 
And by the time the movie actually was started, there was maybe like 10 people. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I went to like one of the major <laughs> theaters uh, in like West LA that's like near all the film lots. And like my screening on opening night for The Flash was only half full. Interesting. Wow. That's it's really not good. Uh, that said, I saw the movie. I enjoyed it. I I don't I don't think it's a travesty except for some very tasteless choices <laughs> that don't overall ruin the movie. Uh, Michael Keaton Batman is great, of course, and did a lot of bad bad things to be held accountable. But Urza Miller's performance. They, they they did a good job as both berries. <laughs> kind of a fun concept of uh, sort of obnoxious berry dealing with a way more obnoxious berry. And at the heart of the movie, it's it's a good flash story. I mean, it's it's flashpoint. It's an adaptation of flashpoint. Everybody knows flashpoint at this point. There are other flash stories to adapt, though. I couldn't name one myself. <laughs> Because even I know about Flashpoint, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a good story. Bogged down by a lot of things, but overall, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I just uh, say, uh, if you don't want to see the movie because of the people involved, I I can respect that. But enough about that. Uh, yeah, there's uh a lot of adult animation being produced at Warner Brothers Discovery. And I guess it doesn't come as too much of a surprise that there's going to be more Primal, baby. Season three has been announced to be in production. I wouldn't count on it for at least a year and a half to two years. Yeah. <laughs> but it's coming. It's happening. And... It's uh, it's a, it's very interesting how Gendy described his feelings towards Primal. It's like it's an it's a disease he doesn't want cured. He it just flows from him. The episodes just flow from him. Okay, Gendy, <laughs> whatever you say, you're a madman. The best kind of madman. The madman who's going to actually manage to put a two D animated feature from an American studio in American theaters. That is, he is the goat. <laughs> Nobody else is pulling that off. And he just oozes goatness every night, and then he has to, like, contain it so that we aren't overloaded with his goatness. It's true. It's true. Uh... That said, I'm, I'm I'm still not sure how much I like Unicorn Warriors Eternal, if I gotta be honest. <laughs> it's definitely good, but so far it is easily below all of his other shows for me. Mm, but so I mean, I that's still, a t tough I crowd. So I still haven't watched past like episode five, but does it like get worse from there? Oh, uh, depending on your opinions on various things, perhaps. Hmm. I mean, they start explaining more things and also create more questions, but uh, yeah. 
maybe Gendy shouldn't write serial stories, you know, go back to episodic. It, I think that kind of works best for him. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. And if you're an Adventure Time fan, yes, Fiona and Cake are, are finally coming. It's, uh, it is going to be on Adult Swim, apparently. Uh, they, uh, they, they strongly believe that it is a series that um, the viewers of Adventure Time have now grown up, and now it makes sense to market it to adults. They're doing a lot of that kind of thing. I'm, I'm sensing a theme here. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes, there is. Definitely. Definitely something going on there you know you know i remember this guy saying on twitter something along the lines of oh adult swim's gonna die in like a year or two yeah that's that's really happening right now yeah yeah (laughs) well i almost wonder if at some point that was an interpretation of what is actually happening Mm. (laughs) but mm, definitely Definitely not. Uh, yeah, there's there's some things that definitely raise some eyebrows about what the executives are 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 talking about at Warner Brothers Discovery uh, regarding wanting to make shows that appeal to both young and old audiences, wanting to make adventure shows, sci-fi shows. Oh gee, what 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 actually covers all of those things? Oh, I I don't know, Infinity Train. <clears throat> Close enough. Yeah. And they talk about how they want to make sure that they make someone's favorite show. Well, those were somebody's favorite show. <laughs> but we're not bitter. No. We're not super pissed off that those things have been completely ripped off the face of the internet legally yeah i mean a lot of like that stuff just came off as like usual pr speak to me i mean like i think they definitely are emphasizing like ya young adult content now because like especially if they want to grow max that's kind of a core audience to get and that that kind of applies to like all streaming services right now and that's why you see Mm -hmm. places like hulu and disney plus trying to get more anime and, like, a lot more shows getting produced that are, like, targeting more younger audiences. So, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of hypocritical in a way after, like, they wrote off all these shows. But it's also not surprising that they're still investing more in them. Yeah, I, you know, I get it. If, if only they had come to this realization a little bit sooner. Yeah, if only... Yeah. And one of their upcoming sci-fi adventure series, Scavenger's Reign, which you know had a short on Toonami ever so long ago, that actually uh, won an award at Annecy before it has even aired. So that's pretty cool. Very good. Very good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I really hope it actually airs on television. On Toonami, if that wasn't clear. It should. It definitely should. They should premiere some stuff on Toonami instead of rerunning it there. 
Mm, yeah, <laughs> probably. That would definitely be nice. Especially when some of this stuff is actually doing better on Toonami, but I digress. But it's getting harder to see whether or not it has, because, you know, rerun ratings don't actually show up most places. <laughs> but, um, well, my minimal perspective on that is, at <laughs> first it seemed like Unicorn was roughly following in uh, Primal's footsteps in how well it was doing uh, as an encore on Toonami and how, how well that was helping Toonami. But it kind of seems like that's not holding true. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> the the numbers we see are, are definitely not the whole story because they were talking about how Primal Season 2 managed somehow 4 million viewers. I'm not sure how that's calculated. Maybe uh, max plus on-demand plus delayed viewing added up to a lot. But, hey, as long as Primal did well. Part of me is really frustrated because I feel like Toonami audience is being used. Hmm. I can second that. Because they know that the Tsunami audience is going to check out these shows. They don't even have to promote them, though they actually have been making Tsunami-specific promos for Unicorn, which is something they really didn't do with uh, Primal outside of when it started airing on there and when it had a marathon. So that's that's interesting they're actually promoting that it's airing on Toonami. I imagine that they will probably continue that with My Adventures with Superman, but I don't know. The the Thursday night airing doesn't seem to be working. I gotta be real with you. There have been so many weeks when it's Thursday and I totally forget that Unicorn is even airing. (laughs) Like, totally forget that it's even airing. Yeah, I mean, the more I think about, the more I think what they're trying to do here is like, cover a wide array of like adult swim and like audience segments because when you think about it it's like you have the tsunami audience obviously that are always going to be watching tsunami then you have that regular casual adult swim audience that'll just come in and like randomly unicorn on tv and then of course you have the streaming audience so i guess like Mm -hmm. even though tsunami is not the premier platform like you said they know that there's going to be people that are going to just watch tsunami for the sake of watching tsunami so they're going to mm-hmm. see Unicorn by, like, just result of that. So having those other platforms released around the same time allows them to cover, like, more of a, like, scope in, like, a shorter amount of time rather than just relying on, like, a sole big tentpole premiere on Toonami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, because if it premiered on Toonami... People aren't going to watch it outside of Toonami. I mean, some will, yes. And plenty will stream it on Max. But, like, a casual Adult <laughs> Swim viewers? Probably not. Probably not. Though I am curious how the 7 p.m. airings do on Fridays. Because, logically, a show as tame as Unicorn, which was intended for Cartoon Network Daytime... 
probably should be premiering at 7 p.m. on a Friday. So if it's doing well there, that's good. And it also is a convenient place for young people to watch it if they are so inclined. But let's be real. They're not watching it on TV. (laughs) They are definitely not watching it on TV. Which I suppose leads us to another thing that is going to be happening with Adult Swim. Uh, That is, they recently expanded to 7 p.m. And in the fall, they said they were going to expand to 6 p.m. Immediately, there were concerns like, oh man, what are they going to do? Add another hour of King of the Hill? (laughs) There's already already two plus hours of King of the Hill, depending on the day. Well, they're actually doing something pretty interesting. Pretty good use of their library. Pretty sure such things have been suggested before, though maybe we skewed mostly towards action programming. But what they are actually doing is a nostalgia block with a cheeky, delightful name, Checkered Past. And if you know the history of Cartoon Network, that's such a great name. Just chef's kiss (laughs) i love it and it will air shows such as courage the cowardly dog the grim adventures of billy and mandy ed ed nettie dexter's laboratory probably a lot of those old cartoons which is fantastic because Other than some usually pretty late night airings on Boomerang from time to time or uh, like when they were celebrating an anniversary, these shows pretty much don't air on Cartoon Network, though they've been peppering them in a little bit in recent months as like theme airings. They threw on Fosters and... Codename Kids Next Door and some other shows recently. So they're kind of gradually moving towards this. And it is admittedly kind of a weird choice to be airing blatantly kids entertainment as part of Adult Swim. But of course, the people who grew up on these shows are in the Adult Swim audience now. And they they have the stats to show that uh, after the first two weeks in the new 7 p.m. hour, uh, they lifted 18 to 49 by 24%, and there was a 38% upswing in 18 to 34 compared to the previous Cartoon Network branded schedules. And that increases the 18 to 49 bracket of 66% on Mondays and 87% on Tuesdays to overall gains on 7 p.m. carried over to the 8 p.m. hour. And that rose the network to the sixth place among ad-supported networks in primetime compared to the 12th week, the 12 weeks leading into the expansion. So it's clearly working. King of the Hill still does the work. And I guess they're banking on the possibility that now that they're expanding into the 6 p.m. hour that 
these old Cartoon Network shows have the nostalgia power to really bring in that audience. And it could work. I'm glad that they're trying it. It's definitely one of the most interesting things that they could have done with that time frame. Besides, you know, Daily Toonami. But who knows? Maybe, just maybe, they'll pepper in some action shows at some point. I mean, I would not be surprised to see Teen Titans, the 2003 series, in there. There should be really no reason not to throw on Batman, Superman, Justice League, unless Warner Brothers Discovery is like, no, you can't play them. And if uh, they're like, no, you can't play them, cut it out. Use your library before you inevitably sell it off to somebody else, because this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So I really wanted to have Junior on because uh, he's interested in the possibilities of what they might air, what kind of packaging it might have. I'm I'm really interested in what kind of it's going to be a block. They should treat it like a block. So I, I really want to see some unique packaging on this stuff. You know, we're, we're Toonami podcast over here. We love the unique package. Phrasing. Exactly. So I, I really wanted to have Junior on this discussion, but he couldn't be with us. So this is a, a blurb that he sent to me. I really like the idea of Checkered Past starting lineup of shows is solid and i think they could pull from their library of shows to get lesser known classics barring if they're not written off like cow and chicken mike Lewinog, time squad etc and if they could snag some not so old titles as well like chowder flapjack class of 3000 and or the life and times of juniper lee i think they could have the potential for many viewers to experiencing these these shows for the first time the same way that we experienced them the first time many years ago If the block is a success, I'd like to see them branch out the later hours of the evening and add classic Adult Swim shows like Brack Show, Space Ghost, Home Movies, C-Lab 2021, etc. As for the production side of the block, assuming they have a budget, (laughs) I'd like the packaging to represent the classic days of Cartoon Network and invoke a sense of nostalgia for the viewers. Having something similar to the signature Powerhouse bumpers would fit right at home. And I'd say that's much cheaper and more faithful than trying to recreate the CN City era of the packaging. I'm not suggesting that they just go all out with the packaging, but they do need to. But they don't need to do anything to... They do need to do something to differentiate it from the standard Adult Swim bumpers. Treat it like a block. That was in all caps. I really hope the Checkered Pass block does well. And it doesn't get canceled as fast as the reboot of Cartoon Planet. Oh, the reboot of Cartoon Planet. May it rest in peace. Gone too soon. I, I'm i still kind of surprised that they did that when they did. It was just such an odd, odd, odd thing. Who was, who, maybe marketing that to kids wasn't such a good idea. I mean, the kids aren't going to appreciate Brack and Zorak as much as, you know, Adult Swim viewers will. And even then, I mean, every time they try to trot out Space Ghost and Brack Show and Sea Lab at like a watchable hour, it usually doesn't end well. But who knows? 
yeah, there's a lot of shows that I'm hoping will pop up just to disprove that they've been written off. I want to see Time Squad. I want to see Sheep in the Big City. Whatever happened to Robot Jones? The question always on my tongue. Um, Class of 3000 would be timely since Andre 3000 is about to bust out another album, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I completely forgot what? about that show. <laughs> I mean, it's memory hold by a lot of people. Like, puff, hi, hi, Puffy Amiyumi. Oh, man. <laughs> so memory hold. Uh, there's, like, there's, oh, man, there's so many. But, look, they got to play Johnny Bravo. I know that the character is kind of problematic for children's television, but this is on Adult Swim. We got to have Johnny Bravo. We got to have Cow and Chicken. I am Weasel. It's got to happen. We need it. And if they really, really want to like do this right, first night, they got to play Dexter's Laboratory Rude Removal. They got to do it. They just, they got to do it. World television premiere. You, you, nah, man, that's, that's big. That'd be very big. Uh, I think there'll be chickens, but. Man, it'd be great if they did it. I can't take credit for that idea. I forget who I got it from. But I really, I really want to see that happen. I see a lot of potential for this block. There's a lot of ways that they could do this. The most boring, mundane way of doing it, which they probably will do, is like two shows. They play a bunch of episodes. They rotate them out. Meh. Still, it's something. Uh, way more interesting would be if they had, like, two shows and then a different two shows every night. And I know that that can be a big pain to schedule out, but, I mean, it, it's definitely a way better use of the library. You try out a lot more shows sooner. We don't even know if it's an hour or two hours. I kind of hope it's more than an hour, but they might not want to <laughs> might not want to cut back on their King of the Hill yet. <laughs> but on the other hand, they are about to lose Bob's Burgers in the fall, and I feel like this is part of their failsafe. So, yeah, they probably probably should do more than one hour of this a night, and they easily could because some of these shows have like a hundred episodes and all combined with all the, like most of them have at least 50. So yeah, they could, they could definitely <laughs> use a lot of this library. There will be something terribly, horribly ironic about Codename kids next door airing on adult swim. <laughs> <laughs> the adults I, won uh, in the end. They did. They did. I, I just think that they probably would do better if they did like something action oriented down there, but that's just me. Well, <clears throat> they are on Not Saturdays. Really. Well, uh, apparently going to use the 6 PM time slot for reruns of unicorn and my adventures with Superman. So that's a start. 
maybe something can grow from there. And I do think that there is at least a possibility of all of the old Warner Brothers action shows. I'm pretty sure they have access to 2003 Teen Titans. They trot it out every now and then. So I think they could probably play that. They could definitely play Ben 10. There are multiple Ben 10 series. Uh, if only they could play Megas mm. and Symbionic Titan. You mean the show that shall not be mentioned? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they I could mean, play like Young Justice if it's again possible. If, if Warner Brothers Discovery will <laughs> let them do that, <laughs> but I mean that that should definitely just air on Tsunami. I mean, you've played everything else. You might as well play that on Adult Swim. I'm just curious if they're going to be running original-ish action shows. It's 6 p.m. on Saturday. <clears throat> could 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 it be? Could they? No, I I I I don't. I don't think we're getting a whole night of action, but they might cut back a bit on the comedy. Or alternatively, they use it as their excuse not to move Toonami any earlier. Mm. Can we move it to 11, please? I gotta go to bed earlier. <laughs> no, no, we're just gonna... We're not gonna... We're just gonna put Toonami on at the same time. Oh, by the way, we're not gonna put new shows on there. <sighs> yeah, I'm just gonna well, keep... I'm just gonna keep going with this, because it's annoying. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what July 15th holds. I do... Uh, <laughs> I do wonder whatever this show is that they keep talking about that they just can't seem to nail down or if they had it and then all of a sudden the rights got pulled from underneath them. It's like, and it might just be those attack on Titan specials. It could be. It it very much could be. Um, it could be one of the shows they're working on and they just needed to put final touches on it. I mean, they have fully coolly 500,000 coming, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just fully coolly, like, it, it just seems like they're going to, like, I don't know. I think they're going to, like, burn that to the ground, basically. You know, they didn't talk at all about fully coolly. No. At Annecy. At I mean, all. It, I mean, it, it's not, it's not a bad thing. But it's not. No, it's not a bad thing. It's just maybe it's not done yet. Maybe. maybe I mean, it's maybe it's not. Uh, but, but but they're apparently going to show a preview for Uzumaki at Anime Expo at at Maki's panel. Wait, they are. Yeah. Dang. Okay, now I have to go. <laughs> oh, now you're gonna go. About that? I didn't hear about that. I must have missed it. Yeah, her her panel that she's doing with with um, gosh, what is George Wada? Yeah, George Wada. Oh, uh, the, okay. The, the combination production IG wit panel is going to show among other things Uzumaki. Like Uzumaki is the only named thing in the description for the panel. It's I like, wonder. I wonder if we're gonna get. If you're going to get your wish and it's going to play at like October time. Well, it should. 
Yeah. I feel like it but has the, to. But the weird yeah. thing is, it might actually air before the Fooly Coolies. <laughs> that is kind of weird to think about. Like, it really makes you wonder what were they going to do if they weren't allowed to rerun Unicorn in My Adventures with Superman? Ripple One Piece? Uh, they they seem oddly allergic to double One Piece right now. Yeah. Which I don't is... know why they just don't use One Piece since they have it and just play it as something down in the six o'clock hour. I get it. It didn't work at 8 p.m., but we're talking about 6 o'clock. Like, yeah, I theoretically, they should be able to rerun all those Fishman Island episodes. I mean, you could probably get Dragon Ball back and do the exact same thing. You could do uh, Naruto ship it in the same way. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's it's one of these things where it's like you have these shows. You know, you could... Toei's making some interesting moves. Go on. Yeah, they, uh, so anytime Dragon Ball Kai has ever been streaming anywhere episodes, it's always been, uh, part of the television contract. So it was, it was on <clears throat> Four Kids Toonzai and their Toonzaki, uh, website. Not mm-hmm. sure why the names were different. Uh, which became Vortex when Saban took it over. We don't ask questions. Just continue. Yeah. <laughs> and also on Nickelodeon's Nicktoons website when it was on there. And then, of course, when it came to Adult Swim, it was streaming on the Adult Swim website. But now for the first time ever, it's streaming or about to be streaming on a paid service. It's coming to Hulu. All of Dragon Ball Z Kai and Dragon Ball Z Kai Final Chapters. A bunch more One Piece, which incidentally is all the episodes leading up to where Toonami started. May be a coincidence. And also their Dragon Quest Die show and the most recent Digimon reboot, which people are very happy about because ain't nobody going to buy that on the Microsoft store. (laughs) And you need a library card to stream it otherwise <laughs> the quality on like uh hoopla 2 for dragon quest I at least also is not very good like uh, i have like i have like really good internet but like for some reason it will only like run at like 480p for me hmm. so i've been noticing that that toei has been slowly adding more and more dubbed one piece to hulu that's interesting because it's still not on crunchyroll and neither are any of these other dubs that I just mentioned. I get the feeling that uh, Toei does not want to deal with Crunchyroll. Which could be a boon for Toonami if they, you know, had a conversation about it. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's just pretty interesting to me. And... Also very convenient that they are uh, caught up to where Toonami started from the time skip. That's good because, you know, otherwise you literally have to have Funimation or buy the DVDs. And I stress DVDs because at that point they still didn't have Blu-rays. Now they finally have some of them on Blu-ray. 
uh, after Punk Hazard. <laughs> or at the start of Punk Hazard? Yeah, at the start of Punk Hazard. So, hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Toei not wanting to work with Crunchyroll. Other Japanese companies sending their best stuff to other services. Also very interesting. I don't know. It seems like Crunchyroll is not popular in Japan these days. Mm. I mean, I can't speak much on this given my position. Um, but I will say that there is a lot of competition going on for global rights of anime right now. And Mm -hmm. even though Crunchyroll is acquiring a ton of content, a lot of these big companies like, say, Disney and Netflix have a lot of money to throw around. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where a lot of big titles are going and i think like you'll notice some titles that you'd expect to go to crunchyroll aren't going to be going to them mm-hmm. yeah and it might be too soon to say anything about that but oddly jujutsu kaisen is not on their list of simulcasts yet uh-oh mm. Is Viz going to pull that one out from on him? Going to pull a reverse Viz? (laughs) That would be something. That would be something. Oh, yeah. Mm. Really would be nice for more action animation to air on uh, other parts of Adult Swim besides Tsunami. We say that, but we're still kind of begrudging the fact that they don't premiere these shows on Toonami. It's uh, you can't have it both ways, I suppose. You know, you should be happy that these action shows are airing beyond Toonami as well. But yeah, it's still kind of annoying that the premieres aren't on Toonami. Because <laughs> who, who remembers a Thursday night midnight time slot? Come on, it's just strange. It is. I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, it's it just, it's like, what's the point of Toonami if you're not going to put something on there? Like, and by the way, why, why are you doing it on a Thursday? Like, just do what you were doing before. Premiere it on Saturday on Toonami and then put it on Adult Swim proper on Sunday. That's all you got to do. It's not hard. But yes. I, I'm 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 actually being intelligent, so I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh oh boy, I don't know. Every, everything that uh they say it, it that uh, tries to reassure us that Toonami is gonna be just fine. I believe it, but at the same time, I totally believe that the best man can be like, actually, no. <laughs> anytime. Just anytime. Which we shouldn't be looking for signs that Toonami is about to crumble. Because it when it happens, it will be and it's gone. 
there will there will be nothing leading up to it i assure mm. you yeah it won't be anywhere near as obvious as when it happened in 2008 uh but we're not at 2008 bad by any means i mean we got dr stone we got one piece we got ship it in if you care about it yeah i mean it's like i feel like on one hand tanami i feel is going the right route where like they're investing in these like original productions like uzumaki and like fully coolly but it's like i i feel this is kind of like overzealous to say but it's like maybe they should be producing more of them if it's becoming this difficult to like even acquire like yeah. other anime yeah yeah i i i do think that's that that could be that could be something to consider and you know they got all these other projects that could eventually air on tsunami they got more dc animation in the works they got the Creature Commandos show that James Gunn is really excited about. And they have the spinoff for Harley Quinn about Kite Man and other characters. So, you know, that's, they got a lot of stuff cooking that could feasibly air on Toonami, which might mean less anime co-productions. But, you know, Jason's definitely working on something <laughs> definitely also hmm you know i want to say about a year ago at this point jason was excited about some projects where he said an existing ip is being used by a legendary studio and i have to wonder if that has something to do with whatever Wits and Warner Brothers Japan have cooking up that is an isekai that will feature familiar faces. And that will be showed at or previewed at Anime Expo. So maybe something will come of that. But let us all remember Space Jam is an isekai. True. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't forget it. But I mean, Wit Studio Looney Tunes, let's go! <laughs> that would be crazy. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be cool. I mean, what's 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 the coolest Warner Brothers character that could be Isekai'd? Good question. I kind of want them? Johnny Bravo, but I feel like it's not Johnny Bravo. No, it's definitely not Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Man, we don't we we still haven't in the U.S. gotten the Johnny Bravo Bollywood movie yet, which I'm annoyed about. I want to yes, see it. We need it. It's like really good. Ugh. Ugh. Talk to people at Amazon. They're picking up Cartoon Network stuff. If only I had that much power. If only. What are you talking about, V-Lord? We all know it is your fault, and specifically your fault, that Batman Cape Crusader is coming to... Yeah, I make every know. decision. I choose every release date. 
Yeah, they finally talked a bit more about that <laughs> in Annecy as well. And uh, they're saying it's it's exactly the show that Bruce Tim would have wanted to make back in 92 if he wasn't restricted to children's television. And, of course, the whole Internet's going, oh, it's going to be so horny. <laughs> We've all seen this before. It was the Batman Harley Quinn movie where she had sex with Nightwing. Or at least it was heavily implied she did. So every episode's uh, going to have a sex scene with Batman. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, Batman never goes down. It's not allowed. He, he can't show that. No. He's a selfish lover. <laughs> Honestly, that's going to make the sex scenes very boring. I know, right? It's just gonna be I just... I, I just... <laughs> It's gonna be like I the just, sex scenes in Golgo thirteen. Oh my god! I just, I, I just want to know what Warner Brothers Discovery's plan is for Toonami because I'm just still sitting here going, "Why are you rerunning shit there? Like, just, just put it there." Gendy yeah. can kiss RS. Just, just put Primal there because obviously it does better than it does on another day. Yeah, I mean, maybe by the time season three comes out, they'll come to that conclusion. Because, you know, like, he just seems to not still understand it, but okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I just want them, I just want them, if they're going to do a six o'clock hour, and again, I'm not saying that they have to put like a ghost in the shell there and then the six o'clock hour, but I'm saying you have all these other shows in your library besides these old cartoon network shows that you can put on, you can put on ghosts in the shell. You can put on cowboy bebop. As far as I know, you can put on, um, what else is in the library that I'm off the top of my head that I'm trying to think of. You can't put those at 6 PM, dude. No, no, I'm not saying that you could put those at 6 PM, but you could bring those back and put them on the block somewhere. Not on, not on like tsunami, but I mean, you can put it on Saturdays. Like, you know, it, it just, to me, it's like, or you know, late nights on weekdays. Yeah, I mean, like you, the you good have, old days. You have it's 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 it just it's like you're putting Adult Swim at six o'clock, and your answer instead of putting Adult Swim shows on, which would make more sense, you're putting Cartoon Network shows that aren't supposed to be. I don't know. Let me finish. Classified as adult. How many people, when they heard that, kind of went, uh, what do you mean we're putting a Cartoon Network show on Adult Swim? There was a lot. And I agree. Like, why do you put these these classic shows on there when you have Adult Swim shows that you can easily put on there that wouldn't offend anybody at that time? Like, I'm just confused by that. I, I, I just, yeah. I mean... I mean, I'm glad I have an answer now of what you're trying to do, and I get it, but I just, I'm sorry, I don't think this is going to work for you. <laughs> so, okay. Possibly. I mean, every fiber of my being says they should remarket Cartoon Network as an all-ages channel, and mm -hmm. Adult Swim should be a brand specifically for late nights. Where they run Rick and Morty, Robot Chicken, Aqua Teen, etc. 
I mean, you got. They could even put the Fox shows under the Cartoon Network label because it's fine. You can do that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I have to look at the library, like what they have on the Adult Swim app. But oblong, uh, oblongs, um, home, home movies. Um, oh, what's it's not, it's not Turner and Hooch. What, what is that? It's um, oh God, <laughs> I can't think of the name. Stroker and Hoop. Yes, you have that. Like you nah, have nah, all nah, these. Nah, 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 people. That... But like, again, I'm not saying those have to go with the six o'clock hour. I'm just saying, like, you have these other shows that you can look at that are Adult Swim shows, but then you go to Cartoon Network shows that should play on Cartoon Network, or which even blows my mind even more. Don't you have Boomerang for this? <laughs> Like, don't you yes. have Boomerang for this? They have like, both Boomerang and Discovery uh, Family. Like, if we're gonna go this far, why don't we just bring Flintstones and Jetsons back? Why the fuck? Why don't Why don't we just go that far? Hey, I mean, <laughs> technically, the Flintstones is for anybody show. Exactly. So. Hey, do Do you know how how long they ran that down everybody's throats on Cartoon Network? Oh, like, I do. I do. Yeah, know. Uh, so, what What's the difference about doing it now when people haven't seen it in a long time? Like, like they, if you're they gonna actually go there, are playing the Flintstones on Boomerang again. <laughs> I mean, where's, where's my SWAT kids? You want <laughs> something at six o'clock in the six o'clock in the afternoon or evening? Where's SWAT kids? Maybe, maybe, maybe that will happen. I mean, if you're yeah. gonna play anything, you play SWAT kids. Jeez. I'm sorry. I just wanted to bitch about this because I'm I'm just. It, <sighs> It just yeah, I'm I'm, like, saying, I'm telling you, every pipeline being wants Cartoon Network as a brand to be all ages targeting, and what they're doing instead makes sense for advertisers' purposes. Yeah, but it's basically abandoning Cartoon Network. No, I'll I'll make it even more simpler. I'll make it even more simpler. They're doing the safe option. Yes, they're doing it the is. safe, cheap option. Because they think it's going to do well. That's not what's doing well for you on Adult Swim. Rick and Morty is what's doing well for you on Adult Swim. Um, as much as you don't want to admit it, American Dad is doing good for you on Adult Swim. Um, you know, if Family Guy and um, I think, is Bob's Burgers still there? I don't remember if they, they Bob's pulled Bob's Burgers there. is still there until yeah. sometime in the fall. Family Guy's been those are the shows. Those are the shows that did well for you. You have, I think they still have Speaking Futurama. Speaking of the hill, continues to do well. They still have uh, Futurama, Futur- right? They have Futurama, but for some reason they bury it at 4 a.m. I don't know why they do that. Why not just put it at 6 o'clock? Comedy Central was doing it. <laughs> Comedy Central was doing it in the, in, at that time. Nah, nah. I remember that specifically. They I don't would know. Play that sh- they would play the know. shit out of that from like 6 to like 10. It's just, nights. as a longtime fan of Cartoon Network and everything that it once stood for. Mm. It just frustrates me greatly that as far as I can tell, the Cartoon Network brand will continue to exist. It will continue to be used for original productions being made at Warner Brothers Discovery. But that that's like it. They're barely giving it any time on its own channel. And they're essentially phasing it out. It feels like it feels like they saw a ratings increase and went, 
it's like that um it's like that that gif of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen like oh look at that look at that let's do more of that like no like that's not what that gif means but but you know what I'm saying like it's like that it's like yeah yeah we need to do more of this we need to do more of this like I get what you're trying to do you're trying to make money I understand but if you don't want if you're going to keep taking away from Cartoon Network which it seems like you're doing just make Adult Swim its own channel and call it a day at this point I mean, oh, by the way, they're very, very close to that. At this and, point. and and here's the thing, like if you're going to classify old Cartoon Network shows as Adult Swim shows now, you might as well play the shit out of them all day. Why not? And then at in the later hours, you play your Rick and Morty, the home movies, the Oblongs, all those shows that I mentioned. Like, yeah, if this block works out, that could be the direction things go. I think so. I do think so. I mean. I'll be honest with you. I liked the idea of Cartoonito, but I think they did it way too late. And if they had done this like early on in Cartoon Network days, it would have been successful. It would have been fucking phenomenal. But <laughs> it, it 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 didn't work when they brought it out. Yes, it it's great that you have kids shows. And yes, it's probably very good for HBO Max. Or Max, whatever the fuck you want to call it, because they keep changing the fucking name every two seconds. Um, but, you know, it's like, I agree with you. I, I agree with you 100%, Sketch. Like, I, 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 if you're going to, if you're just going to pull the trigger, just pull the trigger. You know, just <laughs> name everything that's old Cartoon Network shows, fucking Adult Swim, and call it a day. That's 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 just where I'm at. V Lord's over there in the corner, scared right now because I'm bitching so much and going. Like, on are they are they gonna are they gonna move Dexter's Laboratory to the Adult Swim? Don't side no 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 Max? don't do that don't do that don't do that. They're gonna they're gonna do it now. Don't do it, Sketch. I'm totally <laughs> expecting it now. Oh my god! Well, it, didn't they? Didn't I hear like they were gonna put it on Adult Swim or something? Did I hear that wrong? Well, like it, it was thought it's, about. It, it's gonna be on. Uh, well, they thought about airing the one episode that they couldn't air on Cartoon Network. Right. But they chickened out and just streamed it instead. Yeah, they did on, on the Adult Swim website. Which uh, that that's really the mm. only anything that they considered playing Dexter's on Adult Swim. But I mean. <clears throat> Even before it was rebooted to be a more mature final season, they were playing Samurai Jack on Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah, so. where's Samurai Jack? <laughs> where is Samurai Jack? Where's Where's Metalocalypse that you can play 50 times over and over again? Well, it's not on Max, apparently. Which is which still blows my mind. And then you got what? I'm sure that they'll, they'll start rerunning it around the time they release that movie. <laughs> Which is I mean, I mean, give me. You might as well go back to the days of playing Frylock every two seconds. Um, they, you know, they do play Aquatine pretty commonly. Yeah. Still. So. I mean, I mean, we we just wrote this for your Cartoon Network. You might as well fucking just listen to us. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Or actually, actually, V Lord, take this to Amazon and tell them, okay. <laughs> Tell them, tell them they need to tell them they need to buy Tsunami and put it on um, what is it called? Um, Freeverse is that what the, the channel is that, that Amazon? Owns? Yeah, Freebie, Freebie, whatever. 
Like, have them t- tell them to put it on there, and then, you know. Tsunami free V channel. I'm just losing my mind at this point. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like Wait. I have a very, like, indifferent take on this, where it's like, I feel like kids and teens just aren't watching linear television anymore. And, like, no, that's true. A Adults lot of are. Absolutely true. Adults are. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it makes sense to have Adult Swim slowly invade the network. Yes, and it's like it's just adapting to the times. It is what Paul's it is. Paul's just saying it doesn't make sense to be airing old Cartoon Network shows for that yeah. purpose. But they're exactly. nostalgic for that That's audience. But I, I mean, nostalgia, nostalgia sells. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, sells. I completely understand that. But then say it's Cartoon Network where it was. <laughs> but it's a I mean? branding uh, thing. It's yeah, all because, about the brand. Because, and by the way, before we say, well, Toonami was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, there, there's two different Toonamis. There's the Cartoon Network version, and then there's... And the then there's the one that played Dead Man Wonderland. Exactly. So I don't want to hear that bullshit out of anybody's <laughs> mouth. So, you know, I mean, th- by the way, by the way, far from me, from, far from me to say this, but... If you're gonna, if you got tsunami there, bring back other shows. You can bring back Dead Man Wonderland. You can bring back Cashins and Sin. You can bring back whatever the fuck played on the block 500 years ago. Like just, you know, no, do you something can't. different. You got a toxic crush roll for those. Well, fuck them. They need to give me whatever I want. Um, <laughs> if anything, they should try talking to Toei to get Dragon Quest Die. Or by the something. way, you need to have me on a podcast where we talk about Crunchyroll. I will talk about it for 500 hours. Oh, man, there's more and more <laughs> bullshit going on at Crunchyroll. We, we don't need to get into it. getting worse. Because Paul will never get any sleep tonight, and you don't want to have a very angry Paul that didn't Paul get any sleep. I'll never get any sleep tonight. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So we're not going to get into it. But It's funny. I started this podcast feeling, like, really tired, but I, like, slowly. Now we're energetic. <laughs> energetic. We're, just, we're too riled up. Yes. Too riled up. I got to go put my CPAP on and chill out. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. By the way, that's good on you for getting a CPAP. It helps. Trust uh, me. Oh, yeah. CPAP gang. Uh, Do you have a CPAP? Yeah, I have a CPAP. Oh, see, see, I, I'm just going to air clap. I'm going to air five you right now. <laughs> because it's now called. Oh, yeah. CPAP gang. <laughs> no, now it's called. Now it's called. Oh, yeah. Everybody's old on this podcast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's honorarily old. Yes. <laughs> the magic of having sleep apnea in ages you by like 10 years oh my god uh it really does that's not even that's not even going to that <laughs> but <sighs> but my, you know like my apnea has apnea in all seriousness I, I just want i just want them to figure out number one exactly what you're talking about sketch is cartoon network going to exist or are we just getting rid of it and making it adult swim and then number two where does tsunami fit in that are we going to actually give shows to Toonami to premiere or are we just going to be like, Oh, that's the dumping ground for the re the, the, the uh, rerun of a show. Oh yeah. Because, they'll, they'll get shows to premiere if they're anime. Yeah. They should Unless be getting it's more the Rick and Morty anime, which is finally showing up sometime. And, and, and by fall. the way, it, it's about time since you're doing all of this shit to take a show like young justice and put it on Toonami. Or if you're not going to put it on Toonami, at least put it on Adult Swim. You're putting you're putting fucking 
friendly Superman show on fucking fucking Adult Swim. You have there is okay. no excuse now. We got to talk about that because my initial impression of the show was okay, yeah, maybe this will work all right on Adult Swim. And then the first promo comes out, and I'm like, it wasn't until the narration at the end with the Adult Swim announcer that it felt anything like Adult Swim. Bingo. <laughs> this is this is the show for the youth, and that's perfectly fine. I'm glad that it's a show for the youth, but it probably shouldn't be on Adult Swim. Hmm. That said, and it's sloppy seconds again, but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just excited for. A, a Superman cartoon, really. It's it's been it's been too long. Hmm. Yeah, at the very not, least, it not looks since like like nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I mean, like at the very least, look like it's gonna be a good time, and like I I mm-hmm. feel like they're expecting the original target audience to just go watch it on Max. So the adult swearing like- is really just like that extra icing on top to get those. Uh, adults that are nostalgic for their Superman. Get those juices flowing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But like they, they showed the opening sequence and I'm like, oh man, this is so mid 2000s kid dub anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With totally the rock is. music. <laughs> and it looking like totally spies. <laughs> At first I was like, wait, is this like a fan video? <laughs> I know, right? It's but that's apparently the opening, which, first of all, it's way too short. Where are opening theme songs? I need them. I need them. I miss them. Bring us back to classic Thundercats days. Oh, oh wait. wait yeah. I'm, I just woke up. What? <laughs> Dude, theme I am all used for. To matter. I am all for bringing back old Thundercats. I am just. I'm all there. They own the rights. They can do whatever the fuck they want with Suddenly it. Suddenly he likes the checkered pass block as soon as Thundercats. Oh yeah, if Thundercats is on there, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, let's put some silver hawks silver hawks on there. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm good. I'm good. Let's let's go. Put, put some Ronin Warriors. See now that that get, that is checkered pass right there. Fucking Ronin Warriors, Voltron. I'm talking about original Voltron. I'm talking about Thundercats, Silverhawks. I mean, we can go there if you want. We can go there. I, I'm, I'm awake now. Let's go there. <laughs> Everybody's listening to this podcast. Everybody's sitting there listening to this podcast going, what the fuck is wrong with Paul tonight? Um, yeah. I mean, that's... So, that. so many things. Yes. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm interested in this, this interpretation of Superman. And yeah, I'll... Uh, there's some criticism to the, the the style and how characters are being presented. It's like, look, if you don't understand that pretty much every version of Clark Kent has been some form of a himbo, I don't know what to tell you. Himbo? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you really just use the word himbo? I, I did. I did. Oh god. It's an We need to get you a Mountain Dew. We need to get you a Mountain Dew. V Lord, go grab him. And, and oh, Lois Lane is a tomboy and a girl boss. Yeah, she she always has been. Yeah, she's she's an army brat. She's always been a tomboy. Okay, she doesn't always have short hair, and she doesn't always look like Lutz from the Owl House. 
Okay, thank God I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, so many people have made that made that comparison. Just so so many people. And Jimmy's not black anymore. Now he's Indian. I I guess. <laughs> okay. I am a little concerned about the redhead erasure, but that's that's a topic for another time. <laughs> I don't care what ethnicity Jimmy Olsen is. <laughs> it's fine. Actually, I was I was I was pretty chill with um like handsome Jimmy in the super supergirl show. <laughs> I was like, oh this is this is different. <laughs> All right. There, there can be many kinds of Jimmy's. Have you seen Across the Spider-Verse? There's so many versions of a single character. It's okay. It's comics. Chill out. Uh, but yeah. Uh, a- animation. Twitter. Tumblr. All, all, all the message boards are like... They're... They're they're looking forward to to uh, this Lois Lane for for sure. <laughs> the fan art, there is a lot of it already, <laughs> but not as much <clears throat> fan art as Elephant Mario produced in one day. <laughs> Elephant Mario was too thick to handle. <laughs> we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, let's just make touch fuzzy get dizzy a whole game that's that's a great idea it is actually and i love it i'm very i'm very excited for this upcoming mario game uh uh yeah but we'll see how this superman show goes uh I, I think the Toonami audience is going to appreciate it. But wait, uh, Sketch, it's not an anime. <laughs> it wishes it was. <laughs> but I'm looking at the enthusiasm of all the people that worked on this show, and I'm like, good for them. Awesome. We should talk to them. Because they seem very enthusiastic about the project, and I want to talk <laughs> to them. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I think it'll be a fun show. Uh, I do, unfortunately, think it's pretty much dead in the water. <laughs> Especially since it's going to be thrown to Adult Swim instead of actually aired on Cartoon Network. And... James Gunn is rebooting the entire DC everything and wants to make all animated series in continuity with the, you know, that's not happening quite yet. But if it didn't have a strong chance of getting another season already, I don't think it's going to do well enough on Adult Swim to and, and Max to, to warrant more of it being made. So... Enjoy it while it lasts? <laughs> Question mark? <sighs> I don't know. Watch it. Hope for the best. It's uh, it's not guaranteed that there won't be more, but, you know. 
<laughs> don't set your expectations too high. <laughs> You'll only get disappointed in the long run. So, so, so many shows canceled after just just a couple of seasons. <laughs> uh, so tired about a lot of things. Anyway. Agreed. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we, we talked about all, all the things I wanted to to cover in this episode. Barring any breaking news, which eh, could happen. It could happen. I mean, <laughs> another thing that we could definitely talk about for a long time, but we're not going to do it tonight is finally got that trailer for the Netflix One Piece. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> it looks better than I expected. It looks super fake, though. Yeah, that's true. It, but it also looks authentic, perhaps to a fault. <laughs> like, oh man, they got the costumes, they got the hair, they got that—that's you know, that's all legit. Doesn't quite translate well to live action though. <laughs> and even though they clearly put a lot of love and attention into the handmade sets, like every shot of that trailer, it just looked fake. I don't know, but I'm going to give it a shot. I think uh, I, I think it'll be entertaining, at least. And probably not get a second season. Because <laughs> it's very expensive. <laughs> and, you know, Netflix has all the reason to be trigger happy about cancellations, right? Yeah. <laughs> but at their... Tutum event, they, they, uh, they, they, they definitely pushed it. Like they, they clearly want it to catch on. So we'll see. I think without a shadow of a doubt, it's not gonna be the mockery that Cowboy Bebop was. To be fair, that's a very low bar. Uh, it's an extremely low bar, but since this is coming from literally the same studio, <laughs> they oh have God, to be compared. it is. Like, I don't want to hold that against it, because obviously this has a lot of influence from Oda, a lot of people who clearly understand the material. It's, it's not like Cowboy Bebop at all, because, oh man... <laughs> Everything that's been said about people who produced the Cowboy Bebop, wrote Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. Yeah, no. <laughs> they were not the right people for the job, probably. But uh, we will definitely have an episode where we discuss live action anime and if they should definitely stop doing it. <laughs> We can't all be Speed Racer, unfortunately. But I feel like One Piece is like the closest thing to Speed Racer that we have had. Though, honestly, I didn't hate Saint Seiya. And that also has Makin Yu in it. I completely forgot to even watch Saint Seiya. And by the time it was, like, free enough to do so, it was already out of theaters. Yeah, it... Uh... <laughs> 
uh, pre-ticket sales basically made Sony go, you know what? Uh, we're going to pull most of these showings. Sad, really, because it definitely wasn't great, but I was entertained. Uh, has a lot more in common with the the uh, CGI show that was on Netflix and is now on Crunchyroll. <laughs> because that apparently me, they were being developed around the same time. <laughs> that makes me less interested in it. Because that CG show is not good. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm not beholden to any version of Saint Seiya, so maybe that's why I could tolerate it. <laughs> It was definitely super cheesy. But, I, I mean, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think One Piece will turn out okay. It'll at least be watchable. And, I hate to say this, but I think I could actually get my parents to watch it. <laughs> I could probably get them to watch Cowboy Bebop too, but I will not subject them to that. <laughs> yeah. My thought process on this is like not every manga and anime adaptation can be Alice in Borderland, but it can at least be non-offensive. True. Who is it for, though? Who, who is it for? It's for my parents. It's for people like my parents that will not watch an anime, but they will watch a live-action show that is based on an anime <laughs> or based on a manga <clears throat> we are actually watching um disney plus's american born chinese it's oh, good stuff nice. i <laughs> the costuming is not the best <laughs> and the effects are okay but the fight choreography is really good and I think it's a pretty charming story, all things considered. But yeah, it's kind of neat. Also, it was just just uh, amusing to me that they got pretty much everybody that was in Everything Everywhere all at once. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> These people are great, and they should work more. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Hopefully it's it, it, it's enjoyable on on that level. Uh, we should definitely mosey on out of here because so we don't die after after the high. It's it's coming down and it's coming down hard. <laughs> That's what, what she if, said. What if we're already dead? What if we're already dead? Yeah. Uh, upcoming podcast discussions. We will be talking about Food Wars. Uh, we will be talking about... It's been so long that we're probably not going to get around to talking about Unicorn until it's completely over. That may or may not be for the best. <laughs> but we will definitely talk about it. I'm hoping to be a little bit more on uh, on top of <clears throat> my adventures of Superman. Uh, I'm not going to say that we'll talk about it weekly because we probably won't be doing weekly podcasts, but maybe we'll uh, check in on it more than twice. We'll see. <clears throat> we will see. Uh, yeah. So if 
do you want to share your thoughts on any of the things we discussed on this podcast or others, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Sketch yeah. doesn't want me to read any of this. I see how you are. Oh, Paul, please. <laughs> me, after all, I started this podcast like, I'm not going to talk a lot, guys. Who, me? I talked a lot. <laughs> Who, me? No, me. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. And I, oh, my, uh, I'm killing myself. You deserve, you deserve a Mountain Dew after this. Tomorrow morning, I will drink a Mountain Dew. It will be the apple flavor, which is good. Thrashed apple. <clears throat> All right, Paul, you can, you can read the rest. All right, let me, let me do this properly. <clears throat> You can visit us. I shouldn't say where you can visit us. You can follow us online on Twitter at Toonami Podcast if you still follow anything on Twitter. And you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Of course, you can listen to our podcast on pretty much every single app out there that has podcasts. Um, all you really have to do is search Toonami Faithful Podcast, and it should be there. If it is not and you like the app you're using, please let us know. Um, just like Sketch said, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com and we will definitely look into it. Um, but speaking of podcast app, we want you to listen to us on, you know, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, and of course on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast, um, where you can hear all of our episodes from episode one all the way through this episode, um, so, yeah, that's where you can hear all of our episodes. And, of course, if you want to help us in any way monetarily, you can you can do several things to donate to us. TunamiFaithful.com slash donate has three ways that you can donate. You can just do a straight payment to, pay, to PayPal, which will go directly to us. Um, you can join our Patreon, Patreon.com slash TunamiFaithful, where we have pretty much – extras there of everything that we've done uh, interviews that you haven't heard before that are exclusive to Patreon, even some podcasts there that we thought that we would do and we haven't done in a while. So um, you could find all of that there. And then um, obviously if you use our right stuff link and yes, it still works. Um, if you buy anything on right stuff, we get a portion of that profit and it helps us fund the website and it, and it has done well for us in the past. Mind you, Sketch buys a lot of anime, so that's helped. But, you know, there's... Not that. lately. Not lately. Not since Crunchyroll bought right stuff. That's true. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Um, V-Lord, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, people can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. <laughs> and then I'm writing various things over at MongaMavericks.com as well as the Tanami Faithful website. So you can just come my writing over there when I have time. Um, and then I do a bunch of podcasts. Uh, the main one of which is the Demon Slayer podcast on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast. So go check that out on like literally any podcast platform of your choice. And we also have a Patreon for that if you care about supporting us over at patreon.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast Universe. Um, yeah, besides that, I'll be at a few conventions in July. 
you know, may be doing something at San Diego Comic-Con that I can't announce yet. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for that. You can tell me later. I think I already told you. Probably, and I just, I've just been, that I don't even know what the hell you said. So, uh, Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And shout out to Junior, who couldn't be with us. Uh, They are at underscore JuniorVT on Twitter. Watch the Twitch streams that that they do. They play games. They have a good time. You know, they used to cover Toonami stuff, but now they're mostly focused on their Twitch streaming and good for them. They're they're having a good time and you could show your appreciation. Tune in. Yada, yada. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, when I'm not working 85 hours a week, um, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. And, of course, um, you can email me, paulpascrillo, at tsunamifaithful.com if you want to ask me anything or you have something about the podcast or the website. Um, Speaking of the website, stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say. And um, also, when I do do an episode of a podcast uh, with Chris, uh, you can find me on Two Strangers, One Podcast as well. So, yeah. Right. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I know we had two uh, industry discussion episodes in a row, which could be a bit tiresome. But there was also a very long discussion about Dr. Stone, so it kind of evens out. But uh, we will be focusing more on show coverage in the coming months, and we, we hope you will enjoy that. Of course, when news happens, we got to talk about it. We are at Toonami News. (laughs) So thank you for listening to all the episodes. We always appreciate your listenership. And until next time. Peace. We're out. Peace.